Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered. Sorry we didn't have an episode last week. I have a great excuse. I had my feet in the sands in Hawaii. I was butt naked, just soaking up the sun, living life. And then Thursday came around. I'm like, crap, we need to film a podcast. And I was like, wait a second. We filmed two last week, and then I uploaded the drive. So I was like, well, that's good. So I ran to my car and went back to the guy I was staying at, Dan's house, Ducky Dan. Shout out, Ducky Dan. Put on clothes then. And then I checked my computer to upload the, the podcast and the file was corrupted. So that's why there wasn't a podcast last week. And it's a big bummer. Um, but that podcast is basically just, uh, you know, just me and Zane shooting the, shooting the crap, pardon my profanity. And what we wanted to say is, is, is Zane got a job. He's very excited about it. IBM, huge. Uh, and just, just so he could lock in to make sure, you know, he, uh, he, he gets everything right. He wanted to take a break from the podcast for a few weeks. And I'm probably going to edit in. Uh, his own words right here. I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break just because getting a new job over COVID has been an incredibly difficult experience and I will need a lot of onboarding and training. They told me it's going to take, you know, a little while to get used to the job. So for me personally, for my mental health and for everything, I just need to kind of take a step back. Thank you, Zane, for that great message. And this week, we have a guest I'm excited for, someone I've been wanting to catch up with for a while. Sure. He's been very, very, very busy since we last talked to him. Rebranded a bit, a little bit. He's a YouTube channel formerly known as Ben Crawford. He's having a summer camp. We're going to talk into that. I'm curious. I don't really know much about that. He's a summer camp coming up. He uh, edits a magazine with his teammate, Matt Weisner, who's at practice right now. The amazing Ben Crawford. How are you doing? Tough crowd, man. Tough crowd. No, I'm doing great, man. Uh, coming at you live from sunny Eugene, Oregon. That's right. 316 West Coast time. And, you know, living life got a, about a notification. They oh, got a notification. Like, <laughs> yeah. Camp, actually, that we're renting. Um, that got about a week and a half left of uh, school this term. And then we're, we're school's out for summer. School's out for the summer. And I know we we're talking about this this earlier but i mean i don't know if you disclosed but i guess you're, you're you're getting finals in this summer you said you were gearing up for big summer yourself big summer, man big big summer and, and i'll definitely all spill a little bit of tea on on that but yeah big summer like a lot of content plans a lot of uh a lot of stuff coming coming your way or coming to the way of the viewers yeah you know i've been uh, a little bit last summer they got uh they got spoiled last summer when i first kind of went on youtube and it was so uh they just were so used to me just uploading like almost every day. And it's just like quality content. It's like, it's not how the world works. And then you have essays yeah. to write when you get back to school, you know? Exactly. And then, you know, one thing leads to another. And then there's a several month hiatus and everyone's wondering, but the subscribers are still going up. So I'm happy with that. Somehow. Yeah. yeah you somehow. got to, I get, I guess, what's the term for that evergreen content? I oh, guess they call uh, that. Uh, uh, no, uh, it's, I guess residual, I know like residual income is like money that works for you. It's like if you own okay. like an apartment building and like people are okay. like you're not doing any work, but it's getting there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you allowed to film it at Oregon practice? Or no, sir. Yeah. No, I used to, I mean, I never like worked for them while I was doing YouTube stuff, but when I did, that was like last year. And then I did all the YouTube stuff over the summer and then they were not huge fans of it whatsoever yeah. uh, for whatever reason. And then I got canned um and then decided to you do got that. canned is that the official I got, word i got canned man <laughs> oh man <laughs> I, was, I was in like a zoom call where they basically told me they were just like 
like you're lucky we're not going to try and expel you and i was just like really yeah. was it that I, serious it was just like over some covid like because people weren't wearing masks i feel like it was a scare uh, tactic. Like, COVID like, stuff. Scare tactic, gotcha. but, but uh you know what i'm live i'm thriving you know you are thriving you are alive and you're thriving public enemy number one you can't uh can't kill me actually that's far. right that's not a that's not a that's not a challenge <laughs> you can't you can't Oregon track and field if you try and kill ben crawford you can't forget about it yeah he, he, he will survive <laughs> I will, like a cockroach man <laughs> yeah yeah they yeah. drop a nuke Oregon. if you drop a nuke on ben crawford he'll be fine give him I'll whatever be, you got i will be fine <laughs> yeah. drop an h-bomb on me and i'll be fine yeah h-bomb dude yeah, yeah that's a yeah what was i gonna say but yeah so uh just stuff and living life doing school stuff magazine which has been you know completely different than what i thought it was going to be and like you said matt wisner the he's kind of formed into the other half of new generation track and field and that's exciting we call him yeah very very well he's a very smart guy i know you know him uh, yeah, because I, I had a summer with Matt uh, with Matt when I was in Seattle. I guess that was summer 2019, I think, 2018, 2019. Yeah, we did summer together. We went on some runs, dude. So, yeah, I, I know the guy well. He's smart. And he's yeah. definitely, like, he's perfect for a magazine because he's definitely very, I guess, language-oriented, you yes. know? And, like, all the stuff with the camp, like, he's, like, like the application and, like, the forms of parents. Like, he'll write everything and, like, make it all, like, sound good. And I'm just good like, for, yeah. No, dude, like, I, I wish he was, he was, he was on here so we can talk about that, but RIP practice. Um, but I, cause I know I wrote the article for you guys, uh, and legit, I think that took like 12 iterations, you know, like I want like once I thought it was done, I would like send it back. I was like, look, we've gone through 10 times. I think it's good. And then I would get the little notification on Google docs. And, and I saw a little comment it's like, well, I don't like your use of whenever here. I, I you should use like there. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I would just give him my articles like that. I would write and I'd just like write and I'd be like, I like literally do whatever you want with it. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the ideas are there. Like I'm not sitting through all these rounds of, of this and so i was yeah. like he's a inside joe we call him the the magazine's ghost writer because he's just like always like oh for sure never it's good though with it without consent but he'll like yeah. he'll go in and like reword stuff i'm just like yeah, yeah. he's uh i mean that's good i guess for like a, like the day and age of just like text writing you know like and especially because I, I i'm in like computer science and technology and i'm so used to writing like the absolute bare minimum for words so when I'm, I'm trying to like have some beautiful language i just don't know how to do it you know i'm trying to like yeah. throw emojis in the the article you know yeah. <laughs> but no he, he was definitely great to have for sure and, and, and so uh i've just been, been doing that and trying to think yeah, i got the the camp going on and you know yeah. i'm working on some more merchandise all that all that jazz well, man we'll, we'll get into all that later but i think we should uh it's it's tough that zane's not here because we're going to the speed round if you guys listen to this podcast you know that i'm i'm really bad at reading okay so i think it's gonna be trickier for me to get through these these uh speed round questions than it will be for ben but i'll give it my best you know i'm not afraid to fail okay exactly. i'm not afraid to make a fool of myself i'll do it failure is just a learning experience that's what i'm talking about all right ben you ready for these speed round questions Born ready. Best track meet you've ever been to? 2014 Free Classic. Um, Galen Rupp broke the American record in the 10K. Was the first professional track meet I went to, and I still like can visualize it in my head. I've never seen a stadium cheer all 26 laps of a 10K, but it was uh, pretty That's magical. It was yeah. I was I was like this is I was seeing that like as a 14 year old. I was like wow, track is actually cool. Like people care about this. Wow, that's magical. Yeah. Can you do a flip off the diving board? 
no chance. Not a chance. <laughs> Should it be IAAF legal that the next Nike Super Shoe have wheels? Yes. Okay, good call. As long as everyone has it, it's fine. Level comp, it's level playing. Field. That's right. That's right. I think I think Nike should. I think the IWF should allow wheels on the next super shoe. I think that would you know. It's just that the, the, the sport should progress with the technology. How they integrate it so it's like because Heelys wouldn't be like you couldn't go that fast with Heelys. Well, it'd be like like front footies, I guess. <laughs> Toeies. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I was imagining when I wrote that question. Favorite pro athlete. Any sport? Favorite pro track athlete? Oh, uh, favorite pro track athlete. Um, it was Avery Bartlett, but he sadly retired. Very um, sad. I would say. Yeah. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, I don't even. I, there's like Sony Bill. You can just like, go with me. Or you can just stick with me. How about that? Yeah. Well, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I'll say he's not. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Avery Bartlett. There we yeah. go. That's the right. There's a right and wrong answer to that question. So many like good pro track athletes. I know they really are. They really are. Spencer okay. Brown. Spencer Brown. Let's go, Spencer Brown. Shout out. Shout All out right, next. Brown. Yeah. Next question. I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Who do I call? Oh, JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven. Correct. Why do fish have gills? Oh, I was thinking of the general at first. The, uh, <laughs> oh, the general, that'd be that'd be wrong. It's definitely yeah. JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cash now. The uh, <laughs> why do fish have gills? Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. To drink. Right answers. Only the right answers here. Next question: Who would win in a race? Usain Bolt or Logan Paul? Logan Paul. <laughs> Good Usain answer. Bolt yeah, that's right. Usain Bolt's too old, you know. Yeah, it's washed. <laughs> Best time to upload a YouTube video? Um, morning, because then it sits all that you get all day on the internet. You get like the full day. Perfect. Worst track meet you've ever been to? Uh, oh, this is like. I was like, they only made some bad ones I've watched. The worst track meet I've like been to? Uh, no, I'm trying to think of one that was like. There's probably some high school meet that got like rain delayed probably. and like a lightning delay, something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Oh, or I'd say, at least weather-wise, NCAA's 2019 in Austin, Texas. That was so. It was really hot. Um, but it honest, but a great meet. Like super sick meet. Okay. Yeah. No, that was that was wicked hot, dude. You saw like the the fans migrating from either side. Yeah. In the time of day. Do you like spicy food? No. What's the longest it's ever taken you to edit a video? Like in one sitting. In general. In general. Cumulative. Cumulative? Maybe like two days. Okay. Okay. Favorite apple? Granny Smith or Fuji. There we go. And Maybe that ends a speed. Maybe Gala. Gala, that, that's a common one. I think I think the like like people like to say green ones. That's a common one. Gala apples. That's a popular one. Um we we asked that to every guest. I don't know how that kind of became a tradition. Favorite apple? Well, we that because I feel like people love apples, but like there's a lot of different types of apples. That's true. You don't if think you, about if you, it. If you go to the grocery store and you're paying attention, you see the different apples. I agree. Like, oh, it's pink lady apples. The uh, pink lady apples. That's right. It's a wild. That's a sleeper pick right there. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that concludes the speed round question. And before we move on to the juice of the podcast, I got to plug the number. We got it. We got a voicemail. We, it's, it's been like a voicemail drought because I guess we always a forget to plug the number and B we answer questions at the end of the podcast. So maybe people don't make it all the way. Well, so we're excited. And the number is 646-780-9218. Give me, you know, anything we'll answer anything, you know, we'll have financial advice where we can do that. Crypto. We can do that. Um, uh, I guess as much as the next, as okay. much as the next, you know, I, 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 you know, I mean, my whole net worth is in, is in Cardano. So I don't know what that says. <laughs> I have no idea what Cardano is. So, Well, you should know it's going to be the future. All right. Throw away the U S dollar, bring in ADA. That's all I got to <laughs> say. This is not financial advice, but if you want to ask financial advice, you got to call the number. 646-780-9218. All right. And so this next section of the pod, if you've listened to it before, you know how this goes, but we're going to ask trivia questions that somehow have to do with Ben Crawford's life. So if, if you're absolutely confused about what we're talking about, just internalize it. Okay. And, and usually like your first instinct is correct. You ready oh, for the first one? Wait, is, is this the did you like reach out to people? Cause I know you guys do this in the past. I've been hit up before where it's like, Hey, uh, what's a, uh, what's something that we can surprise him with that I mean, <laughs> so I think I'm gearing up for some good ones now. The, uh, yeah, might as well. Might as well. We, we didn't do that, but you know, I, I know everything I'm like Nardwar. So, you know, I might as okay, well. Okay. We need to start doing that more. We we've had these like, uh, like ideas that have just like made it a few podcasts and just like died out. Like, like one thing we used to do that I think was hilarious was we used to make people read their, their phone notes on the podcast and you'd get some, you'd get some ridiculous things. That's really, really good. I do. Mine would just be uh 60 or 60 volt light bulb, 120 Watts. That's my most recent one. (laughs) What is is that? I changed the light bulb in my room and I needed to remember what the Watts and voltage were. And I think that's interesting. I, I know for uh, for Rachel MacArthur, she she like uh, we saw her. She opened up her phone with a note. You saw her scroll, just scrolling, scrolling, yeah. scrolling, <laughs> scrolling. <laughs> and then like, oh, I just have my grocery list, and it's like, okay, okay. yeah, sure. You got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. No, it's no fun if you just read the mundane stuff. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> so there's. Some I also have my social there. security number in the notes app on my phone, so I definitely shouldn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I hope I don't get hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Notes are beautiful. I I, I know, I know in in my notes, I just, I just like keep a bunch of captions. Um, Yeah, I I I got a caption thing on my notes too. Yeah. A lot of them like don't age well. Um, Like I I know for one of them, one caption that I've been wanting to use, but I just haven't had the chance is if life's the Jersey shore or if life's the Jersey shore, I'd be the situation. And, you know, I would want a picture with like me and like crank ass sunglasses or something. I don't know. need a douchey looking picture. Yeah. This one says train don't stop for nobody. I don't know what I had in my head there. Um, you stand this on one... the road tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Train don't <laughs> never stops. <laughs> this caption just says Sway House 2.0. So I'm sure that would, that would have been great. The thing is, I forget all my ideas, even if I write them down. So it's kind of yeah. terrible. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, trivia. Sidebar. Trivia, trivia. All right. I'm going to do my best with this one. You ready? Uh, let's do it. Erbelish Manath Uturdang, translated to Edifying Monthly Discussions, was a German philosopher. I have a hard time reading. 
was a German philosophy periodical issued in 1663. And this is the first example of what? Do you want me to repeat that question? I stumbled over it. It's not going to help me if you repeat that. The, uh, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Well, I think, okay. The edifying oh. monthly discussions, German philosophy periodical issued in 1663 and is the first example of what has to do with you, your life. Monthly periodical. Oh, magazine. There we go. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So I, <laughs> okay. So, I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready. I'm back. You're I'm ready back. for the next one. See, that, that's, that's what I try and do. I try and just like make it so like, it's almost like a ridiculous fun fact that like swings wow. into something simple. Yeah, dude, my mind was going all over the place. I was like German, like this, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one. Yeah. I'm also extra missing Zane right now. Cause he's, he's our designated reader. You know, that that's, I struggle with that, but anyways, so the magazine, how did it start? Um, it started, dude, I literally just had an idea for it sitting on my couch where I was like, I was kind of wanting to do something more. And I had just actually gotten back from the sound running, the first sound running meet of the, in December. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I want to do more. And I was like, what's a way I can like kind of start this brand, like use the name New Generation Track and Field and, and kind of like convey certain stories and ideas to people. And I was like, what if I made like a, a magazine, like a, but, but like an actual print one. And I was like, okay, like, fuck it like let's do it like you gotta yeah. know it. like i was like there's no like can't be a what if like i don't know i needed something to do and i was like I'm just gonna mm -hmm. throw it up the wall and see if it sticks and you know and fortunately enough it it did and taking a little bit of a break right now from it just because all the camp stuff's going pretty yeah crazy. i'm excited for when it comes back probably in like early july because okay. with the youtube videos and stuff i feel like it's just kind of going to be like everything really energized and like re-sparked and people are going to be more interested in it so yeah yeah um and, and what what fascinated you about like the the physical form because i guess that's like honestly like it, it seems to me like you say new generation i don't know it kind of seems really like old. ironic you know what i mean yeah um i feel like well everything within like the track world i feel like is very digital um like there's besides actually going to a meet like you can't really do anything like there's no physical anything like there's no trading cards there's no like i mean maybe besides merchandise um and i was like okay like i want to try and make this because like some people can actually like hold on to and, and heal and like yeah. uh, it just adds a little bit more value to it and you know if it's uh like with certain like with online publications and whatnot it's like it's there and it's gone like within a second people like you send out a link and that's it it's like okay like i feel like there's got to be something more than that like it's yeah. got to uh, it needs to be more interesting. It needs to like kind of be able to captivate people more than just a link or a website or an email can. Yeah. And I guess even the fact of like buying a magazine, it automatically makes you more invested. Exactly. You know? Like not to read the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what, what, what's been like the biggest challenge you've had with it so far? Formatting. I had no idea how to like create it. And it's the first one, man, was hot, hot dumpster fire um at least like compared to the the newer ones and I yeah mean, they're still, like got a long way to go but it's it's very much uh like just being able to make it not look like it's like formatted in an essay but then i was like how do i like just i don't know being creative and not like caring i'm like a very ocd kind of person and i don't like actually have ocd i know people be like oh i like line all the shoes in my room i'm so ocd and then there's someone who like actually has ocd and they're just like shut the fuck up but yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to have things like kind of all aesthetically look the same, but it's, I kind of have had, I've had to learn in the magazine, like 
these spreads are all going to look different and there's going to be no like cohesiveness yeah which has been interesting and it's like but yeah i also would like spend a lot of time at the the u oregon library and like they have just books and books of old uh magazines like any magazine you can imagine just like all on record so i'd go through and just like look at the way they were formatted and stylized and whatnot uh, have, have you ever thought about like uh like maybe like after that i guess it wouldn't make sense i was about to say just like somehow like getting the articles and like having the digital option or does that kind of defeat the purpose uh i've definitely thought about it like I've also I've also been down bad enough to where like I really want to sell more copies and I'm like fuck it, I'm just gonna upload the I'm gonna like make like a purchase link for it like so and then I just downloads it online and then yeah luckily I stopped myself short a couple times but uh no I've yeah I've I've thought about it or even doing one thing I guess it's like kind of similar but like after like let's say the first ten or twenty copies of it making like a, a highlight issue where it's like the best articles from the first however many issues and then just selling yeah. it or doing like a, some kind of online like feature thing. And, and uh, I don't know, definitely want to try and get our website looking better too, as also a dumpster fire right now. Um, it's like the most basic bare bones website like you could probably ever imagine. Um, and so, but I mean, it works. People can buy things through it. So that's, that's kind of all, that's like all I'm concerned about right at the moment is just like, it works. I can put text, people can buy things. What, what, what do you use? Weebly. Weebly, okay. Yeah, I, okay. I tried using, um, like wix and like 20 or like what like whatever that I don't know what some of the other ones are called but there's a yeah i've tried using a couple but i just like i don't know nothing's like stuck and i've used weebly for a while and i've also invested in like a weebly premium account um so like i'm kind of locked in that for a year i've been yeah. spending hundreds of dollars for nothing yeah. at this point like I'm, I'm, my hands are tied right yeah. right <laughs> so it's like i'm i'm weebly for at least till december yeah. i mean it, it it doesn't look bad it doesn't look bad you know i i i think it's fine i yeah. think it does its job plenty well and especially if you just like i mean how a website look looks i mean it's like cool but it's not all that important i mean just take for example like every yeezy drop every like supreme store like that like those are like html websites like they're yeah. they're garbage <laughs> they but yeah but they they kill they absolutely kill yeah well that's a good i'm gonna i'm gonna remember that i'm gonna remember that next time yeah with me about upgrading the website i'm gonna say hey man look at the supreme website look at the easy website. yeah have you ever bought a pair of yeezys matt <laughs> get Come with on, it man. yeah where are your yeezys at matt <laughs> five come on bro yeah <laughs> well Okay, I, I I want to move on to the next question, but I'm just like I have one more question about the magazine. Yeah, what what is what has been like your your favorite article uh, that you've written or like like something that you came out was like wow like this is something okay. I haven't seen done. This is a good story. It's mm, a good question. I would say maybe we were gonna do a piece on speed goggles, um, but that and but it got like scrapped. But I would have really liked for that piece to go out there. Um, because I feel like it's something everybody kind of knows, but like no one talks about like on the record. Um, Wait, you said speed goggles? Yeah, and like, like how certain like how like faster runners are more attractive. Like, oh, oh, I, I, I've never heard that before. Oh, really, dude? That's like a, yeah, that's oh, that's man, man. Maybe, we, maybe we should have released the article. Damn, the, Wait, uh, explain that to me. What? Like, dude, speed goggles is like okay, like, uh, I'm gonna like we're sounding really like hopefully not misogynistic during this. Um. Like you have, it, it could work for guy runners as well. Let's say you have a, I'll use guy runners to explain this. It's Pride Month. Um, so let's say we have a, 
let's say we'll use Cooper Tier for an example. Good looking guy. Hmm. Girl sees him. He's obviously very fast. Oh wow! Like the the speed, it, it fogs up your uh, your kind of your sense when you're like your clarity. It's like oh wow! Like that's a that's a eleven out of ten like sexy looking guy. But you have you know maybe someone who's normally a nine out of ten chiseled jawline, you know. But they're they run a five minute mile, and it's like ah, that's whatever. But because they're like at the top of like the the kind of the scene and the athlete, like they could be essentially you could look like a rat, and people would still be like, damn, they're hot. Okay. Okay. Like, I feel like the speed, the speed gives you extra points. So I, say yeah. You're, say you're a six out of ten without speed goggles. Speed goggles, like, and it's really only a thing runners are like kind of do. Like the out the like you have to know running world, but like you'd look at. I'll give you some examples outside the podcast afterwards, but um, I'm not dropping any names, but uh, I, I don't think it's that controversial. Or maybe I mean I don't know. I don't pretty I don't, much just saying like like based on someone's times, they're more attractive. Yeah, but I'm saying I'll I'll give you some examples like I'm that's gonna that's gonna put the put the pieces to the puzzle. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, yeah, someone like you know, you're uh taught like you're gonna say, Oh wow, like normally you wouldn't be into Shikari Richardson, but because she's running so she's so fast, okay. like you're like you're like, damn, she's bay as fuck. Like, it just it adds some swagger to it, you know. Exactly. It's yeah, good. yeah. And you put on like you look at it before and you're like, oh, and then you put on the speed goggles and you're oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of true with like uh a bunch of things, I yeah. guess. Yeah, because I, I I would say the easiest example for me, uh, I guess, is like uh, I mean, I feel like with guys, like I mean, I don't really understand how girls are, or like the way girls are attracted to guys because they'll have like these amazing supermodels dating like these like old billionaires, uh, but like they're like genuinely attracted to them, like yeah. somehow, you know, like they're somehow not in it just for the money. Uh, <laughs> what they say, but, you know, whatever. Um, but I feel like, I feel like if you, if you like talk to someone and then learn that, oh, they have a bunch of followers on Instagram. Like, I feel like it's like the yeah. same effect. It makes them you know? more attractive. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, other people see something in them. Yeah. I, I wish I would have thought about that. So I had better takes, but that, that's, that's interesting. Something to think about. Yeah. And then, but I'd say besides that article, I don't know, we did one that was, I really liked doing that was on um, these two guys from, who run at Colorado Boulder. Um, they both have roots to the one of them's from the Navajo tribe, and they both have roots. Navajo. To the, okay, nice, nice. They both have uh, ties there. One of the, the other the guys named Justice, who's not from the the tribe, his mm-hmm. mom was from the tribe, um, and so they uh, and they have a charity called Fundamental Needs, which they're bringing like clean water and electricity to a lot of like underdeveloped areas on the reservation. We did an article on that, which I thought was cool. Um, did a article a q a on on good old everett smolders west flat west fly ceo which uh, i thought yeah i thought was it was cool to you know for him to put himself out there and kind of answer these questions very honestly yeah uh, and kind of allow people to take a look at him in that light yeah. and i'm trying to think anything else that that sticks up off the That's top good. i, I- yeah, because I, I I like the thing about I guess like the the, the Native American the Navajo tribe because I feel like that's not talked about nearly enough. Oh, and it's like, like they're yeah they're like like disenfranchises an understatement. Yeah, it's, and it's, like it's like really tough. Kid Kasan Harrison, he runs for Colorado. He uh, yeah. is like one of the only people like from his reservation to like really make it out and like go to college. And he talks about like so, like having to code switch when he talks and like versus yeah. like versus when he's back home and how people kind of have like the resentment people on the tribe have towards him and other people for leaving the the reservation and it's just like really interesting um yeah yeah he's a great guy too and it's like okay it's yeah it's very cool to see uh yeah so. 
yeah, it was cool to find to talk about that, but then tie it back into running too. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, th- this next question kind of has has something to do with that, so I'm gonna go right into it. Also, might be really confusing. Ready? Maybe. Something that has been around in humans as far as history dates, commonly seen in books, games, animations, movies, TV shows, comics, and more, are all mediums commonly used for what? Wait, say that again. Okay. Something that's been around in humans as far as history dates, books, games, animations, movies, TV shows, comics are all mediums commonly used for what? Propaganda? This was kind of a bad question, but I was in a rush. It's storytelling. Okay, okay, okay. Storytelling. It it, it was hard to find something that had the answer because I wanted to talk about this and it kind of had this you know, some, some right to do with what we're talking about the Navajo tribe. That, that, um, that is, that is, yeah, that is, uh, that is true. That, that your answer was correct. So yeah. 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 Probably was, was, was also true, but yeah. Um, I was trying, I was trying to get his at storytelling. Um, and I, I know that, like when you think about sports marketing, that's probably like the first thing you, you know, you should go towards, you know, um, since I, you know, that, that's pretty much like why we pay attention, you know, like for the most part, you don't follow a sport just for the love of the game, or you rarely do. It's also because you have, you're attached to it, whether that be through community, whether that be through narrative, you know, Logan Paul versus Mayweather, that's storytelling and why that's going to be probably the most profitable. Literally, fight. I'm trying to see someone's teeth get knocked in, bro. The uh, <laughs> yeah. Bryce Hall versus Austin McBroom, I'm ready to see someone's teeth get kicked in in that too. The, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so that, I mean, yeah, this, this all loose, I guess, like the importance of storytelling, how, how do you kind of view storytelling in track and field or I, like, what do you look for when like trying to make an article? I feel like this is like something I feel like people talk about a lot. And, and for me, like the stories for the most part, like I look at it and there's already stories there. Like you look at the results and like, just by knowing someone or knowing like them, like, let's say I'd see your name on a result and it's like, Oh, Avery Bartlett ran, Oh, PR of 144 in the 800. Holy crap. That's so awesome. Because I know that like, Oh, he like went to this Mizuno club in the state that he's from. He like also makes these TikToks, like just kind of knowing like what's up. And I feel like these, a lot of these announcers and, and runner space and flow track, they just treat the athletes. Like the only thing they do and have ever done is run. They don't mm-hmm. think about like where they're from, what their like interests are like what they do outside of the sport. And it's like, all of a sudden it becomes like so much more versus when you have LeBron, like LeBron's whole story is like just a kid from Akron and everybody knows it. And, you know, and he's like just this dominating NBA player. And he's also like a, like he stands up for social issues and he's more than just a player. And uh, he's like, like you, that's why you watch and you see him when a a ring versus Golden State. And you're like, wow, this means so much because like he went back to his hometown to try and like, it's just second name. Like, you just understand it. Mm-hmm. But Steph Curry, like this underrated player who's like completely changed the game and just hits all these three pointers now and whatnot. And it's, it's so built in, but in track, I feel like it's not. And it's, right. it's, for me, and maybe this is just a personal thing, but it's for me, it's really just as easy as like looking and understanding the person and being like, oh, that's this person. Like they're not like viewing them as a person, not as just this athlete who's good at running. Like it's a person. Right. Cause yeah, I, I know a lot of times, especially in track, like, there's there's a sacrifice behind there somewhere you know because i mean obviously it's not a lucrative sport it's just not 
Um, and so, you know, I guess, you know, I guess like Clay, Clayton Murphy, you know, you worked on a farm and then kind of had this crazy rise, you know, and then this high school coach, blah, 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 blah. And I think he is a crazy story um, this year. Cause you know, his old coach when he was at, at worlds, um, you know, got banned and that was an emotional thing for him. And then he had to move back, got married, like so much has happened, but I feel like almost nobody knows. And I know there's a big like numbers problem in track, like what there's going to be like how many people on the USA Olympic team, like, like, I don't know, like 200 or something like a lot. Um, so obviously you can't tell stories about everybody, but I feel like it doesn't take long to find them. Um, cause I feel like that's probably, I feel like a lot of it's on the fans too. Like people mm-hmm. say like, oh, how do we bring more fans into the sport and whatnot? It's like, okay, well, like once they're brought in, like, I mean, this is how I was. And I feel like a lot of other people, like if you're like a, a track nerd or something where it's like, you go down a rabbit hole and you just find all these, this information. Yeah. And it's like, Oh cool. Like one Instagram page leads to another, leads to a website, leads to like, you're reading a biography about somebody. And it's like, oh, okay. And like, you're putting the puzzle together, like on your own, like, oh, this person went here and does this now. And oh, they know this person from that. And oh, they ran, oh, here's them. They're tagged in this person. Oh, okay. And it like all starts to add up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like and it, it makes sense. And you kind of create this own, your own narrative of it. Yeah. And I guess that is a good thing about, I guess, track right now, especially is because there's like a good bajillion Instagram accounts to follow. And Literally. so like, you're not, you're probably not going to miss something, you know, like yeah. if, if you care about the sport, I mean, it's not like, you know, you know, ESPN is just like spoon feeding you these good stories and they do a good job. I'm not hitting on ESPN at all. Um, but I guess, you know, there's really no one major source. And so to compensate for it, there's a, a big, a, a hunt, like a ton of them, a ton of yeah. them. Um, Which but, I also feel like is an issue because I feel like with ESPN, with the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, if it's big news, ESPN is going to cover it. And these other outlets like Bleacher Report's gonna post something like House yeah. of Highlight, like they're all gonna post stuff. But with track, it's like, okay, like we're like obviously the Hobbs Kessler thing, like Flow Track, Runner Space, they all post it and stuff. But it's like, there's not that place where you're just like, you know, it's gonna be like, you know, yeah. like, it's so reliable in a sense, which I feel like is kind of a, a shortcoming of track, but I also feel like it's something that'll probably change sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess, you know, I think that's uh, that's leave that up to the guy, Alfie. Uh, I he's, he hustles dude he's i he's coming and stand with me for the olympic trial so i'm is he shout I'm, out dude he's like such a great guy and he's like yeah he's a he's a grinder which is I mean, yeah yeah we, we had him on the podcast and that yeah. was like that was why i wanted to because i was like there's no way one guy's doing all this content yeah, and yeah. he works a job there's, yeah you know seriously so no yeah he, he he's awesome and, I, and honestly it just takes you know people like that you know exactly. people like you you know the I guess, get it done, tell the stories and be in care. I guess that's a big thing is care. Yeah, and my thing too is like, you know, you like go out and you set the tone and like people will see like, let's say someone like Alfie doing that, like, oh, he does it, I can do it too. And then they yeah. Own yeah. Instagram running page. And then next thing you know, there's 200 Instagram running pages and it's like competition is going to allow the best one to rise to the top and people are going to constantly, it's like rap music, like what 1% of rappers like actually get famous and are successful, but like those are the best ones. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I guess, you know, saturation is a good thing in that sense. Um, we're, we're going to, we're going to tie back a little bit later, but wow. All these questions are almost impossible. I've just realized <laughs> you ready for the next one. Yeah. All right, man. You ready for it? Basketball yeah. being ranked number one in this category with 403,000 recorded instances and track ranking right above martial arts in this category 
with 28,000 recording recorded instances, what statistic am I describing? Basketball Ooh. number one, track above martial arts. Um, I'm gonna give three guesses. Okay, you got it. This is a hard one. Ejections. Does it have something to do with like injuries? Yes. Injuries is correct. Oh, it is injuries. Okay. It's injuries. Injuries okay. is correct. Nice. Nice. So this, so this goes right back to you. Okay. I know I watched a little of the YouTube video. Who is Ben Crawford? I saw the, the portion of, you know, you were running, doing all good stuff. Then you got injured. Then you were just like, what the heck am I going to do with my time? Started taking a bunch of photos. Um, and what I'm, what I'm more so interested in is because I, I feel like this is, this is rare among track fans. You don't actively run. No, which also I feel like is such a blessing in disguise because like to really be able like I was talking about this with someone else earlier today too, like everyone like flow track and runner space and, and everybody, they try and market stuff to like the 1% of fast people who are like actually so good and, and whatnot. And it's like, okay, like what about the 99% like percent of it? Like I was a slow kid in high school and I still loved the sport, but I felt like there was never anybody who I could like look at and be like, I like, I see myself in that person they're all so fast and whatnot but it's like you know i want to be out here holding it down for like you know uh oh like anybody over 450 in the mile like, yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna hold it down um from from 15 minutes to four minutes 50 seconds like here i am the uh and i think uh like that's i i don't know i feel like it's maybe a little bit easier for, for some people to see themselves in me just because i don't uh actively run like that i've been i've been hitting the gym um and trying oh, yeah. to so I got to stay active at least somehow, but the, uh, we're not, we're not lazy gang out here, but, uh, as much as, as easy as it is to be lazy, the, uh, yeah. I know, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't have like, I've tried to get into running too, like post high school, like even this fall I would run. And every time I've probably gone through like four cycles where it's like, okay, I'm going to like really try and like get fit. And every time between like weeks eight and weeks and week 12, I'll get hurt. And I just like have to end up taking a lot of time off. And I was just like, you know what? Like maybe I wasn't. Yeah. And maybe this just isn't for me. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe this is the universe is telling me something. Um, and so, yeah. I, Cause I, I know you hang out with a lot of runners and I mean, it, it is a little unusual to see like a non runner hang out with runners that does that kind of like, does that kind of fuel your fire for doing all this media stuff? Cause you kind of say like, or is, is it generally like what, like very chill? It's like very chill. And I think a lot of it too, is like, I met these guys when I was running in high school. Um, okay. And so like I had met them then and I'm still like, I still love the sport. Like I know so much about it. And like, we've talked so much about running um, and whatnot, but it's also like we have shared interests outside of the sport. Um, but I'd say one thing that, that does kind of drive me with all this media stuff is like seeing, especially like living with some of the guys I live with, like they're running so well. And it's like, okay, yeah. like I got to be doing what I'm doing on the same level as, as what they're doing their thing on. That's and what I was trying to get at. Yeah. yeah for exactly. sure. It's like, okay. Like, you know, which is, also one thing too is like i feel like i'm way fatter than i actually am because they're just like so small and skinny there's and nothing like, you could do <laughs> i know and i'm just like dude like i'm not 140 pounds like what is this but uh i'm just like wait i literally live with like i know less than one percent of like great runners like this is i'm comparing myself to like i need to stop doing this but yeah uh what was i gonna say yeah that's uh it's definitely like I definitely that's like one of my biggest motivating factors is like yeah trying to just do it on the level of like what everyone else is doing that yeah stuff. it because because that i i relate to that that mentality and the fact of like like when i stopped running 
And I know a lot of, a lot of retired runners go through this, you know, you have, you're at this level. So you kind of have this like, you know, pride in yourself that, you know, you're able to do this, some such crazy things. But then once I stop, I'm just like, I love that feeling. You know, I love, yeah. I love like, like when I look at myself, I want to feel myself like doing something at a high level. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have had an absurd amount more energy since stop running. I think, I, yeah. And I, I was also just severely overtraining and a lot of things were messed up this past season. So I think stopping was a, a good reason for many reasons, but one of the biggest ones is like my energy levels. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, I've been talking about the, the game, right? Yeah. I, I kind of had to like put that on a pause uh, for a, a good bit, just cause I just like would get home and I just, I just couldn't Lay do anything. I was a vegetable. Right. But then after I stopped, I've made so much progress. Um, so, so yeah. And, and I, I feel like you're able to be as productive as you are. I feel like that's, you know, that's a leg yeah, up. No, that's the thing where it's like, if I like, I'm like, okay, like I gotta just like, I can't like, it's not just like, Oh, like go out and run in your chill for the day. It's like, no, I gotta like be doing something like, okay, I gotta, like make sure i'm doing something with the magazine or with the brand or something they like to check that box yeah yeah and like, okay and then after that then it's like all right i'm gonna chill i'm gonna I'm yeah. play for i'll be the show and relax mm. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fun being motivated honestly <laughs> you know yeah. yeah for sure all right this okay. next one you ready i'm one for one for three so let's go are you one for three yeah. I'll give you the second one. Propaganda storytelling. Yeah. No, 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 no. We won for three. I didn't get that one. I didn't but propaganda was probably correct. You know, I cavemen probably did propaganda. Uh, <laughs> no, did you guess that? Yeah, you guessed magazine. No, I didn't. I, was, I guided I was, you there. Yeah. But uh, we on RTC, we give credit. Not we give, give credit. credit. You're, two for, you're two for three. I'll give you two for three. Okay, 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 okay. This next one you better get. All right. Okay. This Disney Channel exclusive starring Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers is one of the highest viewed Disney Channel original movies of all time. What 2008 movie is this? Camp Rock. Hell yeah. What if I Hell just like, yeah. and I was just like, high school musical. <laughs> I said, no! <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get that. I knew you'd get that. Yeah. Camp yeah. Rock. Summer Camp. How old are you? 22. Are, are you running this? Essentially. There's like um, a man by the name of John Truax worked at Nike for uh, several decades and did a lot of camps there and helped helped found uh, Nike Cross Nationals and Border Clash and he's recently retired from uh, from Nike but he's kind of helping me like kind of guiding me and, and he's like right there like we're going through a lot of the steps together but you know when it comes down to like when the camps like going to be happening like I'm going to be you know the one who that's uh, awesome and it's who's that's gonna nuts be, like, and it's, it's so the people awesome. aren't going to they aren't going to be that much different than your age. No. And it, the crazy thing too, is like, like there's been some, cause there's like 20, some ki 20 kids coming in. Like I've probably been like three or four parents who have actually been like, Hey, can we have like some more information on this? Like we can't find it <laughs> online, like all this stuff. And I'm like, good on you guys. Like, why aren't more parents doing this? Like only three. Yeah. Like, only like three have been like, uh, like Just sending like, it to Oregon. Adult, like who's like the adult here? Like what? Me. Yeah. Like, yeah, me. Uh, just, yeah, that should That's be wild. It should be, it's going to be really fun. And yeah, it's going to be like me, me and Matt. And then uh, there's going to be a couple girl counselors and then Alfie is going to be there. And, and so is Joe Hale. So they're going to help. Uh, oh, that's going to be awesome. Teach some media stuff. Yeah, it's going to be five days, 25th through the 30th. Uh, so it'll be the last Damn. couple of days of the trials. Yeah. And, and the whole well, thing. If you need a TikToker, let me know. <laughs> maybe, uh, shit, maybe. The, uh, 
<laughs> whole kind of base of the camp is going to be to you know help these kids like understand like creating the like, creating process and a lot of them i've already have like they already have tiktok or youtube or mm-hmm. or some platform or they're doing something whether or like they want to become a better writer or a better photographer and it's like okay like if you want to be a better photographer like you can watch me and joe hale watch our editing process and ask us questions and we'll give you guidance and like but it's also going to be just a ton of like hey come up as a group like and whatnot like bounce ideas off each other literally any idea you have throw it to the wall and see if it sticks mm-hmm. like just do as much as you can don't be afraid to fail like and kind of just i don't know trying to put give them like a a good foot forward and help them establish a good mentality and kind of give them guidance i might have wished i had when i was uh their age yeah how, how did you uh meet, meet i guess the nike what do you say his name was again john truex um i'm john friends truex. with his son sammy who uh he, he well he lives in eugene and his son sammy is uh he's i think 23 so he's a year older than me met, met him at a party uh i think you were actually at that party in, in nationals in 2018 in eugene um hell yeah it was just like super random um but, hell yeah yeah it was uh met him there and we just like become friends and just like ended up meeting his dad and uh just like through him but then I'd like have done a little bit of uh, some work type stuff with him before. And we, I was like, Hey, like, let's do something cool. And he was kind of like, what if we did this, this camp? And then I was like, okay, like we can definitely put our, our own spin on it and whatnot. And so, yeah, we've been uh, kind of going through that whole process, but, but yeah, long story short, I guess just kind of met him through the the running scene and, and Eugene. That's awesome. Um, so are you guys, are you playing out like activities or is this going to be just kind of like a, just like a grind set of like, let's make content. Let's. Oh, there's going to be, I got like whole itinerary set up and everything, man. Like we're, we'll be uh, getting up in the morning, going on the run. Um, and at, like, basically everyone's going to be encouraged to film the run, make as much content as possible. And then we'll, you know, maybe go on a little hike or spend the afternoon at a lake or at the beach and then come back, like eat lunch or early dinner uh kind of break up into media groups like have time to edit and and do certain things and like maybe one day we'll do a scavenger hunt like in the afternoon or kind of activities but yeah it's going to be very camp vibes which i'm excited about good Uh, good. it's going to be cool and it's yeah it's going to be like i'm just really excited for everyone else to see it like on the internet because i feel like it's people are everyone is really i mean even to my to some degree like myself i'm just like what like what is this going to be like what's this going to turn out to be because I'm sure there's been media camps and like all different things that I haven't really seen in track and field. No. And this is like, not going to be some like really boring camp. Like this is going to be like, there's going to be, it's going to be very visible on rituals, sacrifices. <laughs> it's like really fun too. It's not going to be like, I mean, granted there are going to be rules and responsibilities, but like, I'm no stickler. Like, and I, I'm sure that, that I'm going to like, obviously the kids are going to need to be respectful. They can't be doing any yeah. tomfoolery, but it's like, you know, like, I'm not like, it's going to be fun. We'll be, we'll be playing music in the vans, like just having a good old time. Like, yeah. Rope swings, all that stuff. Like well, 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 I, this is, this is curious for me. Do you, you, off the top of your head, you know what TikTokers you have coming? Yeah. For guys, there's this kid named Matt Persampieri, I think his last name is Okay, from New York girls. Um, there's actually a girl who's going to Georgia tech. Her name's Sarah Burwell. That's what I was curious. I thought she was. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah that, that's like crazy. Woman. And there's, huh? there's, she said she's the real deal she's like got a lot of uh, a lot of followers and likes on TikTok. oh i know i know i and I, there's I, another I, from georgia too named Joe clementos uh, he's from georgia okay because yeah. i know but both of them yeah because I, I both of them like uh when i when i guess first blew up in tiktok or, or you know whatever that cross-country season was 
um both of them were like dming me like asking for advice you know yeah no and, and that's like there's uh yeah so they're both they're both gonna be there in uh shout out sarah dude dude yeah shout out go uh yellow jackets man the uh yeah. it's yeah it, that'll be uh i'm like i'm just excited to also like meet these kids and like just like talk with them and like interact and i think it's gonna be like it's just gonna be really fun yeah i think it'll be just as fun for like the counselors as it will be for the kids. oh absolutely that sounds awesome i know so it'll be uh it'll be a grand old time uh-huh. and, and also also like shout out to, to on running for literally paying for it that's like what yeah okay that's an, did, did, how <laughs> yeah by the grace of god i guess no the uh the uh Apparently, we just like brought it because uh andrew weeding works as like a marketing yeah uh, like one of the head marketing guys there and uh he has a good relationship with, with john truex and they had been kind of trying to get more into the high school market and and kind of the younger audience and we had brought on this idea and said hey like you guys like we want to do this we want to plug you guys and and whatnot and they were like honestly i'm still surprised they were they said yes because on in theory it's like a great idea and it's like you know the amount of because kids are going to see this and be like hey like on is like like they're the real deal like they're supporting these young creators like these people are one of us like that's super sick versus yeah. like trying these other big companies are like like fighting tooth and nail to try and get these kids interested but it's like you just got to do something different and show the yeah they're well, actually invested in it. To, to me that's an absolute no-brainer because yeah. you're getting media people a lot of them have already have significant followings on social media and think about high schoolers. And, and this was the same for me is they're very impressionable. in the fact very that if you bring them, you give them a, a few free pairs of shoes, get them some gear. They're going to be decked out in that stuff till the day they die. You know, like, like cool. all those races I went to in high school, I'm still decked out in like, like, like back when Adidas wasn't like as high beast as it is, you had the Adidas three mile and that, hooked high schoolers like brooks that it, it hooks yeah. i think it's a no-brainer i get sure. camp, like all that stuff and it's like everyone i mean uh, yeah it's crazy and i know um that's the thing too like and a lot of companies like i feel like would just fail to see that and it's like and you would just be like what are you doing like this is such a no-brainer and i was kind of in that that mindset and then on was like oh yeah sure let's go for it and i was just like shout out to y'all for putting your money where your mouth is because everyone wants to yeah. talk about doing new things and different things to change the sport but then when it comes time to actually do it everyone just like oh like they don't want to take the risk but it's like you know what like granted like I like there isn't know. a risk yeah no yeah well unless people were cooper was giving me a hard time and he's like hey, hopefully this doesn't turn into the fire festival for running <laughs> it very well might you know it it's, very well might hey man we're it's uh <laughs> it's been a the interesting thing too has been like because i'm like kind of the one like supervising all this i've like had to be like talking with the insurance company like writing up waivers and like concussion protocols to like send to the insurance company and like talking to parents like probably talk to like two or three parents a day about all this stuff and coordinating flights and getting everyone their waivers like in and collecting like shoe sizes and whatnot and it's like dude so much more respect for people who do that stuff because dealing with kids like that is a pain in the behind you said this said the tail end of the trials right yeah it's 25th through the 30th yeah that's a that's a such a no-brainer oh my god yeah 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 Um, we're working on getting tickets too which i think that's gonna be tough yeah but if it it happens like i think that would be like a that'd be insane the uh just all those all those kids in the stadium like filming their stuff oh yeah Uh, because i I know like even even tickets for like single days is like a thousand dollars yeah 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 we're uh working some inside connections but you know yeah work those work those the best you can yeah Dude, but yeah, I'm 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 very excited for it, and you know, like I said, shout out to On. 
running for that. Um, it's cool to, to see what they're doing from the sport. And I'm all, yeah. I won't lie, I was a little bit skeptical at first when I saw OAC last year. I was like, what the, what the heck's this company? These shoes look like Reebok Ziggs. I was like, <laughs> literally my, my first thought. And then it was like, you know what? The more I kind of got to see, I was like, okay, like this is actually pretty cool. Like I see them everywhere. Yeah. It's, you know, it's my, mom like the, my mom has a pair of on. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's yeah. like the go-to rich, rich white lady. Uh, yeah. Like walking to the grocery store shoes. I know. And my mom was like, so what's this company like sponsoring your camp? And I was like on and, my dad was like, oh, yeah, those are those shoes you have. I confused the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we're like, well, that's so random. I have a pair of the shoe. And I was just like, hey, yeah. they're the real company. I promise. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. Oh, man. And hopefully it incentivizes uh, other young kids, too, that they can see and be like, hey, like, there's their stake in the game if I want like, to start creating more content. Well, I, I know on TikTok, especially, I mean – like, like, like people always ask me just like, like, Oh, like, like, like who's your big, uh, like TikTok competition with runners. I don't really post that much anymore. Um, but like when I look at the numbers, it's pretty much all high school girls. <laughs> Literally, It's pretty much all high school girls and they kill, they absolutely kill. And that's, I mean, I don't think that's, I don't feel like that's my demographic. Um, but, uh, but like, I don't know, it's really exciting to see, you know? And, and I mean, I, I, I obviously I, I give TikTok more credit than, uh, most other people do, but I, I think that's a great sign of where the sport is going. Cause I mean, exactly. these videos are getting like, you know, hundreds of views, views. and it's yeah. just like, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on that. Well, that's awesome. All right. Next, next question. All right. Kind of has to do with everything as well. I'm excited of how Before. I accidentally did this. Before. Equally as confusing. Okay. Ready? What word is used to describe an embryonic plant enclosed in a protective outer covering? um no idea you eat them. you, you can't eat them no idea seed a seed oh dude <laughs> seed. oh no I'm Was, embryonic plant <laughs> makes you overthink it honestly oh yeah yeah that's what i was i was thinking more of like a wow i was gonna say photosynthesis but i was like <laughs> that's not a thing. Uh, we got a seed well i think you know the symbol is pretty obvious there Growing the sport. We've talked about yes, this okay, yeah. for a long time, pretty much all throughout this podcast. Um, and everyone talks about it. And one of my biggest pet peeves about, honestly, like myself, people in my position, a bunch of people in the sport, is we talk about growing the sport. We all throw out these ideas, and, and but we don't do anything about them. And so ideas are meaningless unless you do anything about them. And I know even uh, like, like one of the big criticisms from the inside on the USATF board this was, I, I read this from Steve Holman, who was an Olympian, but now yeah, an executive Holman, at Vanguard. Man. He was, he was, uh, he was a real deal. He's a real deal. I, yeah, for sure. He's a very, um, very underrated old runner. Like people don't know about him. I know. Yeah. And, and now he's like a, a millionaire hedge fund guy. Damn. Uh, Making more money than track. <laughs> which I think is sick. Right? I think it's sick. But, but he, he was on the USATF board for a bit. And his biggest, biggest criticism is there's no lack of ideas. Just like on this podcast, just like on a bunch of podcasts, there's no lack of ideas, but equally, there is no execution on them. Okay. And, and that's, I mean, and, and, and I hate talking it and not walking it. Um, so that's what, you know, I, I love to see you, you know, you have this fire and you're actually doing stuff, not just talking, yelling at a microphone all day. That's like, I know, uh, yeah, my thing or my big thing is like, I don't know. I'm very much just like, I wouldn't even say I'm, Oh, I'm a doer. Like it's like everyone does stuff, but, uh, I get up in the morning, you did something. The, uh, but I don't know. I just am very like, 
like my heart's just like so in this where it's like this is like something that I love and feel driven to do where it's like I would like I'm gonna change this like do what I'm gonna do or die trying because I I don't want to go do anything else Mm -hmm. and so if I'm like I feel so passionately about the sport where it's like like why not like why not give it a try and and see and like you know what what's the worst case that happens fails and like you do something else differently next time like it's that that mentality i think i think is the biggest thing holding people back especially uh or just like or the the mentality of like failure you know because i i I think it's just like a human thing you know it's like it's like risk is just inherently scary but a lot of the times like the outcome of failing no one cares like it's really not a big deal like yeah i think the incentive to not do things is like less than uh like like doing them i guess because like what do you do instead like play warzone um um, and and granted i think a lot of it like even with this camp like there has been times i'm like damn like what did i get myself into but at the same time it's like it's like you know like if i'm not going to do the work no one is like i got it like like you got to do it it's like there's hours in the day like just make it happen and it's like i've never like an example like i had to for the insurance policy for the camp i had to they're like oh you need a concussion protocol and i'm like how the hell am i going to do that like i don't know how to like write up a concussion protocol but i was like like i was like i have to figure this out so i just went online and copied like a ncaa template for their concussion protocol and reworded stuff and then they're like oh this is great and i was just like you never know unless you try i know this stuff like that's so fun i know and i was just like dude yeah and then yeah there's uh that was one thing that was also one thing where it was just like it's like yeah like especially like if i'm not putting in the work that's one thing too worth working with with matt that i've kind of had to you know i've been fortunate enough to be like oh like there's someone else that will do other things but then sometimes i'll be like i'll get too reliant on that and like think like oh like we have to do everything together but it's like no like like we're still equally like running this ship like it's like i still gotta like yeah. do shit sometimes like if i'm not yeah. gonna do it, like i have to set the tone i have to set the precedent like, yeah because yeah I, the, the trust to let other people do work that's something that's that's tough among creators in general and definitely like yeah i, I agree it, it's hard hard for me um sometimes like with the podcast with with uh with zane like it's definitely like a 50 50 things but like i don't know sometimes i'll like give myself due credit and like go ahead of myself a little bit um, yeah so i feel that i am uh, but another thing talking about growing the sport is, you know, we always like look for examples of like who does it well, like what's the way to do it. And as I was writing this, I kind of thought about like, I don't know, I, I think like track and field kills on the NCAA level. Like I think the NCAA does a great job and there's just, and then, and then once it goes to pro, it just kind of like vanishes into a bunch of random things and no one, no one has any idea what's going on. But I think talk to someone about earlier today and i'll give you the same answer i gave them because i think it, it works really well is you know usatf like you look at the nba and the nfl and like these are the governing bodies and yeah. like everything revolt the leagues the games the athletes it's all within the governing body usatf they're kind of just like i wouldn't even say figureheads because like they do do some stuff they have they put on some meets they have the contracts on their side yeah exactly but it's also like but it's like why is bowerman not a usatf club like why like it's nike but it's like why are these clubs why is like why is it so reliant on shoe companies and you know anyone can come in and make a club but no one can just go in and make a basketball team like no that almost like unofficial sense in a lot of ways and it's not like but also it's like you know you watch the nfl you know exactly what day it's going to be on you Mm -hmm. know exactly where to go watch it 
ESPN. It's on Sundays on ESPN, you know, or Mondays, Monday night too. Mm. And it's like with track, like being a diehard track fan, man, there's like trackings you want to watch and you have no clue how to watch it. Like, yeah. Every season's completely different. You every, know? every meet's different. And it's like, yeah. the, uh, all these things, I feel like just USATF like lacks so much infrastructure around the, the professional level of the sport that kind of creates that fall off in a lot of ways. And it's yeah. just like so annoying to see, but also at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like just, all right, and then why don't we as the people go make our own thing that's better than that and force right. it? And right. people will say, yeah, it's a great idea. And then it's like, man, fuck you, ACT. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I obviously like one of the big problems is like profitability. You know, there's not like a good, you know, that, that that's very tricky. And I guess that's going to be difficult to solve. But I guess once we solve that, then, you know, it'll be much easier to make these things. I feel like we're still, although we're what, like, like three million years into this sport you know (laughs) we haven't you know like we haven't like like figured out that but i guess the ncaa is the same and that's why like i I love the ncaa championships i love conference championships you know like everyone you love in one one place duking it out and it's like i know and and like the and there are teams which is another thing you know and it's like yeah why isn't there a set like hey these are the x amount of clubs you can sign to these are the like here are these meets you guys have to run at these specific meets like that stuff and it's like it just yeah it just lacks the infrastructure and i feel like infrastructure is a, a great word for it because it's like just all the stuff that's built up around it and that you kind of need for it and it just lacks mm-hmm. yeah i agree well we will stop talking so we don't talk too much and, and become hypocrites about how we're going to change very true you know um but we have one to finish off we have one call question. Again, the number is 646-780-9218. Wait, when did this, is this like a call-in question from like days ago? Like where you said like, oh, Ben Proper's going to be on the podcast, like call in or did someone like just recently call in? Oh, it's random. He, he, he thinks, yeah, he, he doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> he just hits the number anytime and hits the number anytime. Oh no, it's not, it's not like live. Yeah. Be- okay. I was going to go, whoa, dude, like that's sick. That'd be <laughs> awesome. That would yeah. be awesome. Maybe we'll do that, but we're not nearly that organized. Caller question. Hey, running things considered. Uh, finishing on my run this morning. This is Lou from Long Island. I am uh, curious. It's a very broad question for you or for your guests. Uh, don't know who that guest will be, but uh, what's the goal? You guys have been doing this for about almost 60 episodes. I know you've had some transitions in life. So what do you got? What's the goal? Thanks. Great podcast. Love listening. Hell yeah. So I thought that was Rubus at first. Rubus. I thought that was like, I was like, I've heard this voice before, man. Like, he's never called that. He listens to every podcast, but he's never called in. He, he was man. on the show. Uh, we had him on. That's sick. I love Absolute that. Legend. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. Legend is like an understatement. <laughs> he's an icon. Yeah, an icon, absolute icon. Absolute icon. So the question was, what's the goal? And it was kind of directed to me and Zane. RIP Zane's not here. Um, but I'm going I'm to give you the floor first, Ben, because you're the guest. What's the goal, Broad? What's the goal? Broad goal? Um, Personal, selfishly, don't say grow the sport. Personally, be able to create a sustainable brand that is very profitable, that I can you know, use it to venture into other avenues of whether it be other sports, other track and field endeavors, um, other business ventures, um, different collaborations, uh, but most of all, very profitable. 
um, and also, yeah, uh, and create something that not only gives back to the like track community and, and stays rooted in like that doesn't get too big for its like self-worth that you lose sight of what you started for, um, but also something that kind of stands the test of time and, and is bigger than any one person. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Before we go, what, what, what are your inspirations? Kanye West and um, the United States of America. And Hell yeah. uh, trying to think what else. Uh, just people, anybody who follows their dream and is successful. That's what I get inspired by. Hell yeah. So going back to us, what is the goal of the podcast? Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't know what I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for try and speak for Zane. But for me personally, the, po- the goal of the podcast is grow as we are. I, I like where we're headed. I like the guests we are. I like, I like having this you know, handful of listeners that are engaged with us and listen to my voice. And I see them on the streets. I say, what up? I love that. My goals honestly aren't huge. Um, I don't, I, you know, being the number one running podcast in the world, that, you know, they, saying that would be like, okay, that'd be neat, but it's not like something that I'm reaching for. Okay. I, I, I the thing I love about the podcasts um, the most is different quarantine um, where I'm not like seeing everybody. I'm not like, um, you know, making friends here and there. I'm able to get very interesting guests on like Ben Crawford, um, like all the other people I've had, you know, make connections, practice talking in a play in a time where I'm not talking very much. Okay. And then hopefully our conversations can make you feel like you're sitting right next to us and hopefully stimulate a little bit. Hopefully you feel like, you know, me. Uh, and so you can come on, you know, I feel like a friend to you in, in these tough times and, you know, you know, part of, part of the pandemic won't necessarily change. So I, I think just on, on a real base level of like, what's the goal for this podcast? I feel like we're, I'm doing it. You know, I like, I like to continue doing it. I like to answer these questions. So please call in 646-780-9218. And it's not to grow big. If it was to grow big, I, I we would be approaching this a lot differently. Um, Cause I know exactly, if I wanted to be, I'll be honest, if, if, if I wanted to be the number one podcast, I feel like give me six months and I'd probably do it. Um, but it would take probably making a few episodes a week. It would take probably throwing it on YouTube, making clips once a day, throwing them on TikTok, you know, just doing the grind, you know, and being the number one that, that's that, you know, if, if I want to be on top, uh, you know, I think I could, but like, that doesn't mean as much to me as, as much as just these little, you know, interactions we have and just throwing up a weekly episode uh, that I have fun with. Um, so that's awesome. I think that, I think that's the goal for me. Doing it, doing it for the love of the pod. Honestly, honestly, I've, I, I've, I never thought in a million years I'd ever have a podcast because I'd never thought I was that good of a speaker. Uh, but ever since doing this, I've become a lot better of a talker for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. The, uh, Absolutely. I think, I think running teams consider is definitely one of the most well-respected podcasts in the running sphere. Dude. Oh shoot. I'm going to plug this first thing in the podcast. Fleet Feet just came out with uh, the top <laughs> podcast of the year. Number three, baby. Number three. And all these other podcasts have like 500 episodes, have a million guests. I don't care. We're running things considered. We're bringing the heat. We're bringing the energy. Energy, And the two podcasts ahead of us, I respect. They're peers of ours. The Sidious Mag podcast are overlords. And then the social sport, which is a peer of mine. And then us, running things considered with Zane and Avery Bartlett. 
We're bringing the heat. We don't care. Sit and kick wasn't even on that list. No one cares. No one cares. David Ribich, call in the number. Call in the number. And for the first time, I'm going to answer the phone. And I'm going to say, what do you want? And and he's going to start saying something. I'm going to hang up right there. Because guess what? You didn't make the list, David Ribich. I never met you. You're probably a great guy. Actually, we we have me and David Rivers have played pool once, and he whooped my ass. So I'm, I'm just trying to make it up. I'm just trying to, you know, I have a little Napoleon syndrome. I'm trying to make it back up on that. That's why I talk crap on the podcast without him being able to answer for himself. <laughs> that was funny. Dude. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That was hilarious. The uh, yeah, man. I'm gonna go buy a barbecue. Gonna gotta cook up some meats for trials, man. You gotta cook up some meats for trials, and I'm hungry. Bang. Yeah, the campers are hungry. All right, what do you want? Bratwurst, sausage, hot dogs. I want some exotic burgers. meats. I want some like bologna. Yeah, there's I a want some store. venison. <laughs> there's a meat store in uh, I want some veal. There's Elk. a meat store in uh, Eugene that literally I went there to like buy fish one time and they literally have like alligator meat, bro. They have every, really? any meat you could ever imagine, they have that. Like, <laughs> We live in Oregon. Where'd you get alligator? <laughs> yeah, they got swan. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, do I try this? And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I would. I've, I've had a rabbit before. That was probably the craziest thing I've had at a restaurant. What did it taste like? It's like it's like if you have chicken, but you shot it with like a shrink gun. Like it's just like the fibers are just like a lot smaller and stringier. Uh, it's fun. I like I like rabbit. I'll probably before. never eat it again. But yeah, shout out rabbit. Well, eat it. Huh? Where'd you eat it? Like, it it was at some fancy pants restaurant in my hometown. Okay. It was like a small plate kind of restaurant. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't like those kind of restaurants. I, I just the the principle of it. Like you go someplace, pay a lot of money for a very small amount of food. for a very small portion. Sure, it tastes good, but like so does Zaxby's, you know. Uh, <laughs> <Nice. So laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah, it tastes good, but like. So does a hot pocket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not very classy, if you can't tell. And well, I'm I'm the same way. I, I I like to support. I'm a sucker for supporting the big corporations. Sometimes, sometimes, now and then, now and now and then, like like I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Home Depot and buy my barbecue. I'm gonna support them. Could have used yeah. To you better but support Home Depot. Yeah, that's that's uh that's my employer right there. If you. Actually, if, if you bought a uh, uh, an, shoot, if you bought a water heater from Home Depot, I wrote the software that got it at the store. <laughs> As an intern, that's my biggest flex. That's it. All right, all right. Um, well, thank you so much, Ben, for getting on this podcast. This is maybe the longest podcast we've ever had. Uh, that's usually a good thing. It felt it felt like it went by like that. Yeah, so, we got into good conversations. I wish I wish Zane was here to experience this, but you know, I'm I'm doing my best. Uh, Holding up the fort of my own. Hey, man. That fort's sturdy. It's a sturdy fort. It's a sturdy fort. It's a sturdy fort. Hear that, campers? It's a sturdy fort. All right. I'm, I'm, not, getting, I'm not getting any forts with any campers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll let them do that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, on that note, again, the number six four six seven eight zero nine two one eight. Rate us five stars. If you don't rate us five stars, I will come to your house. And thank you so much for listening. David Ribich, call in. David Ribich, I'm gonna hang up on you. Shout out David Ribich, though. Yeah. The the, the biggest 
one-sided beef in the running history right here. I don't know, man. You know about West Bryant, Tim Manalee? That's true. Well, Tim at least at least blocked him. David yeah, hasn't even blocked me. He doesn't even care that much to block me. So <laughs> true. All right. <laughs> Again, thank you, everybody. Wait, I gotta hit the button. Stop recording. <laughs>